Hi there, I'm Lindsay Schwan. I'm Kelly Franks, and this is Permission to Explore, the podcast. We're combining our three decades in the fitness industry, decade in the wellness and coaching industry, and our lifetimes of spiritual and self-development journey to support you in making yourself a priority in your own life. This podcast is a combination of health science, brain science, mindset magic, and fun all rolled into one and gives you permission to explore you. What drives you? What do you truly want for your life? How can you make that happen? What's really holding you back? If you're tired of the people pleasing, overdoing, overcommitting, and the exhaustion that comes from it all, If you're wanting more time for yourself, more joy, more peace in your life, then stick with us. We're here for you. This is Permission to Explore, the podcast, and we're glad you're here. Now let's explore. Hi. (laughs) That's Kelly Franks. That's me. Welcome back uh, to Permission to Explore podcast. That's exciting. We're here. If you have not joined us before, if you have no idea who we are and what we're doing, make sure you check out the last episode where we introduce ourselves and how we got here. But a quick debrief is we are on a mission to help you end your self-suffering and experience more joy and fun in life. And we do that in a couple of ways. We have our permission to explore retreats. We help you uh, feel better and more confident and stronger in your bodies. We are both Pilates instructors. Kelly specializes in prenatal and postnatal Pilates as well. I'm a personal trainer and a health and wellness coach. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I don't know what it was. And then I got stuck. Okay, Yeah, that was it. Good job, Kelly. <laughs> We're here to help you. And uh, we do that in a couple of ways. We, we combine health science, brain science, mindset magic, and fun and play. That's what we do. That's what we're here to help you do. And this week we want to discuss on our podcast with you some common stories, beliefs, misconceptions that we hear most often that are hurting your health and keeping you stuck. So... If you want to find out what those are, stick with us. So Kelly, kick it off here. What's the first story, belief, or misconception that you hear more often? Well, since my primary life (laughs) is teaching Pilates, uh, the most common thing that I hear when it comes to Pilates or taking Pilates is I'm not flexible enough. I'm not... um, I'm I'm too old. Oh, yeah. Only young flexible people can do Pilates. Yeah. Age thing with Pilates that is kind of like I guess new to me, but now now getting a little bit older, I hear that more. Um uh it's only for women. Okay, so let me let me wait, let me get this right. You have to be a young flexible woman to do Pilates. And a dancer. 
Oh, a young, flexible. Well, that I guess that helps you with the flexibility. A young, flexible woman who's a dancer. Um, Kelly, how many of your clients fit that criteria? Zero. Oh my gosh, mine too. Uh, <laughs> zero. I have zero of those clients as well. Uh, majority of them are women, but they're not women who are flexible. Well, I mean, they're flexible, but you know, of course, not enough. They're all age ranges. Um, my oldest, my oldest client period is eighty four. My oldest female client is seventy one. So, who's your youngest? Um, actually, my youngest is my age. She's forty four. <laughs> interesting, interesting, right? Um. I'm with you in that boat. My youngest are twins, boy and girl, 18. My oldest at one point was 76, male. And at one point before before 2020, let's just put it that way, (laughs) 70% of my Pilates clientele were male, were men. What? I know. It's crazy, right? I have quite a few men. And what's the benefit? Um, I would say what they tell me, you know, they can do things that they want to do, like play golf. (laughs) That's the number one I get too with my male clients is my golf game. Play golf, play a better golf game, Um, gardening playing with grandchildren, uh, more energy. It's just basically to do life. Oh, like doing life is important to be able to operate easily and effortlessly in your own body. Oh, that sounds delightful, right? Right. Right. I also want to come back to this idea of uh, I'm not flexible enough. Right. Because I get that in Zumba world, but it sounds like I'm not coordinated enough. And I get that in personal training or circuit training weights world with I'm not strong enough. And it's really interesting to me because it sounds like to me saying like, I'm too dirty to take a shower. It's kind of the solution to the problem. Like the problem isn't you're not flexible enough, strong enough, coordinated enough. The problem is that you haven't done the things to get you that outcome. Right, exactly. Which would be Pilates, which would be Zumba, which would be strength training, right? So... Um, it's really interesting that that's a, a thing that we both hear, this, this misconception that we both hear. Uh, along those lines, you know how I feel about the pain equals gain mentality, rumor, belief. It drives me insane. <laughs> Whoever came up with that? I don't know, somebody, some masochist somewhere that likes being in pain. That's what I've decided. <laughs> man came up with that. Man. Um, but there's a reason why that drives me nuts. Um, now, do I believe that you need to have some sort of challenge to make those changes? Yes. 
at some point you need to be uncomfortable in the exercise or in the movement or challenge that you're participating in to get those gains right but pain no like that is doing more harm than good because so many people think well now i gotta push and i gotta push and i gotta push and i gotta completely wear myself down and i have to keep doing it that's not a sustainable method that's a broken strategy now you and i both know that oftentimes what that broken strategy leads to is injury muscle imbalances which cause more issues. Right. What are the most common injuries or imbalances that you see? Uh, Doing Pilates or coming to Pilates? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because uh, doing Pilates, there aren't any. But people who come into Pilates typically have some sort of back injury. Normally, Normally, it's from their job. It's from sitting, having bad posture, whatever. Um, occasionally, Ooh, I got it. We got to slow down there too, because think about it. If you are working in a job, sitting a lot, in a poor posture position, and you believe you can't go do Pilates or exercise or whatever, because of your strength, your ability, your this, where do you think you're going to be a year from now, three years from now, five years from now in your posture and your pain? Oh, it's all going to be worse. It's worse. (laughs) It's not the same. It's worse. It's worse. And then the other side of that is, oh man, I have some back pain or I have, you know, my posture is horrible. I can see, I can see that I'm like this. I better go do a crap ton of reps at heavy weights because pain equals gain to fix this. But you're already in a poor posture. You're now going to compound issues in other places in your body because you're not in the proper posture and alignment in the first place. So again, it's that compounding of the pain and then layering these beliefs on top of it that are keeping you stuck and actually hurting you in your progression. Right. Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, (laughs) So you have clients that are are working and in poor posture alignment in work um, that come in with back pain, right? I think back pain is a pretty common thing going on in our world. Uh, We've both experienced it ourselves, even though we work in this industry, right? Yes. Uh, And I'm, I'm just guessing I'm venturing to guess that it's from um, compounding years and years of years of just not being aware of the damage and wear and tear that we've been doing on our bodies before we even got into this world and this industry. Right. Um, It's funny that you say that because that is a common thing that comes up with my clients after seeing me for some time. They go, if I had only known about this earlier in my life, 
I could have played basketball longer. I could have done this. I could have had less injuries. I could have blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's all true. Mm -hmm. That's all true. It, you have to start it as early as you can, but that doesn't mean that you can't start it later. Right? I mean, sure. I've got a man who's 84 years old who just started, just started, mm -hmm. and already is better. Well, and I think that's what both of us appreciate about Pilates. It's also my approach to my, you know, personal training is functional movement, right? I, the people that I work with, they're not interested in lifting a 500 pound barbell and dropping it. They just want to be able to stand up from their couch. Like <laughs> they want to be able to pick up their grandchild and then hug them. Right. Those are the things that you can do because you already do those movements. And that's what Pilates helps you do. That's what functional training helps you do. It helps you do those movements that you will perform in everyday life more efficiently. Right. And you said something else, um, if I can remember this. Yes. Had I known about this earlier, right? I could have done this longer. I could have done this longer. I, I mean, I hear that too. And it's always, it's always um, a little heartbreaking, but also going, you're here now. Right, right. What are the changes you're experiencing now? Right. Right. And again, it's those, um, <laughs> we had one the other day. My favorites are always like the really weird kind of ones, which are like, um, I was shaving my legs and I didn't have to like hold my breath. Like those ones. I've had that one before where my... Uh, client of mine said, I painted my toenails by putting my foot on the counter. Yeah. And I never done that before if I hadn't done Pilates. That's stuff that gets me really excited. Gets me fired up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like my 84-year-old man who was walking in the winter, was on the ice and had like his foot slipped. But because he's been doing Pilates, he didn't fall. He caught himself. He just pulled everything together and caught himself. And, you know, he's like, I know it's because of you. I know it's because I've been doing this. And I was aware of what I needed to do to make sure I didn't go completely down. Mm -hmm. And it's stuff like that that I'm just like, Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> yes. And the other side of that too is, you know, so often we're introduced, especially at a younger age, you know, if you're in sports, they encourage you to hit the weight room, right? Which serves a purpose. It does. I'm not bashing on free weights. I'm not bashing on hypertrophy. Okay. But Pilates offers you a way to fire those intrinsic muscles and the non-dominant muscles, the muscles that support the big muscles. So right. for those of us who have had torn ACLs, MCLs, there's a muscle imbalance behind that. Right. For those of us 
who hyperextend, that's causing issues on your other joints, which is going to cause issues down the road, right? Um, And that's probably not something, I'm not even joking. I was through so many certifications by the time I went, oh, I hyperextend. I had no idea what that was. I've been through a lot of fitness certifications at this point, right? But it's not something you're aware of. And then when you go, oh, I'm, I need to do this. And that feels completely different. Right. Now I really am supporting the muscular system the way it's supposed to be operating. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but the most common things that I see are uh, glutes not firing. Yes. Oh, yes. Especially men. <laughs> Uh, that's me. That's me. I'm not firing my glutes. I'm very quad dominant. Yeah. Um, and guess what? That causes why you have balance in your legs. Why my legs are ginormous. Um, <laughs> and my butt is not. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, and rectus firing over trans abdominals firing. Yeah. And the idea of, um, oh man, a bunch of ladies listen up here because you're not going to like this. You can fire your abs and strengthen your abs in a bow outwards. Okay. So if you're one of those meathead gym goers, put your earmuffs on, you know, the men in the gym that have round stomachs that are rock hard it's because they're working their abs that way but they don't know that's what they're doing okay so if you are going to do a crunch and you push out you're training your abs to go that way right just kind of the exact opposite of what most women want (laughs) right we don't like that so it's also about that would be a rectus taking over. But if we can activate your TA, your transabdominus, which is your corset that runs from your hips to your bottom of your ribs, yeah. that guy pulls everything in, which is kind of exactly what we want. Right. It can be difficult to actually activate that, right? Yeah. Exactly. The funny thing is, is that also when we talk about your core, it also means your diaphragm and your pelvic floor. Yeah. And men have pelvic floors too. But (laughs) just so you know, uh, which is so funny because that's where it's like Pilates is for women because you don't have a core. I don't I don't understand. (laughs) You don't don't need to hold yourself together. (laughs) Men can also have diastasis just like women because of that pushing out and pulling in yeah so it's yeah it's kind of funny how that it's kind of funny (laughs) people are funny people are funny so we discussed let's see um not flexible strong coordinated all the enoughs yeah we discussed pain equals gain We discussed a few like imbalances and injuries. What else are common stories and beliefs and misconceptions? 
Um, I don't have the time for that. That was exactly what was in my head too. That's amazing. We're like in the same. Yes. (laughs) You don't have time. And when you just said, you know, um, oh, I wish I would have discovered this earlier. I could have done this, this, and this. It's it's as if your health is really important. And uh, oftentimes we don't recognize how important it is until we don't have it. We're not operating in it. When we, you know, like you're, you're, it's so funny. I, it's simple, but like a paper cut, right? You don't notice how often you use your little fingers until there's a paper cut on it and you're like bending it and you're like, ow, everything hurts. <laughs> everything I do hurts, right? And that's this little spot on a finger. Now you take that and you move it to your back. You move it to your knee, right? You move it to your lungs. <laughs> kind of need those. They're really important. They affect everything else. So it's that I, I keep thinking of that quote that's like, if you don't make time for your health, you have to make time for your illness. Which is more important? Right. <laughs> it gets I know it gets emotional and people don't like to hear that, but right? Or I also think of it because in coaching world, this comes up is, you know, I, I have to work. I'm busy working to support my family. But if you're working yourself into the ground, your health is paying a toll. How are you going to support your family? Right. You can't work if you're in bed because you're exhausted, because you can't move, because you're immobile. Right. And then how effective is the work that you're doing? Right. How is that quality time with your family? So how much time often, like how, how much time do you find people think they need to do a workout? Uh, I, well, I think people think that they need an hour or an hour and a half for it to be effective. That's not true. Mm -hmm. That's not true at all. I mean, you can, in Pilates world, you can do an effective workout in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Same in my world too, right? I mean, like a good one, if you want to take a little extra time, maybe 30 minutes. But if you only have 15 minutes, you can do an effective workout in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Especially if the doing is effective doing right right like and 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 again in pilates world you you what six reps six to eight reps is what you're doing of an exercise and if you're doing it correctly you're like uh, get me out of this i mean depending on what exercise it is you only need three it's Quality versus quantity, especially in Pilates, it's the quality of your movement. So if it's a quality movement, three repetitions and you're dying. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. But you, you've you kind of brought me to this other um, story. It's not a misconception. It's a story or a belief of I don't know what to do and I don't know what I'm doing. Right. That seems legit, 
right? (laughs) That's legit. But that's also that line of saying like, ooh, I may need some guidance in this, right? If I genuinely don't know what I'm doing, I want to make sure that what I'm doing is going to get me the outcomes that I want, contact somebody, (laughs) reach out to a personal trainer, reach out to your Pilates instructor, reach out to us, send us a DM, send us this message and say, hey, this is what I want to accomplish. What should I be doing? And we're happy to help you with that. Um, I always love hearing like, um, what was the one that, oh, oh, when I was like running 5Ks, I'm not a runner. Uh, I've, I've run a few because I was like, just go do it. Or I really liked the cause that the 5k was for. And I would say things like I got to train and people are like, come on, you do Zumba and Pilates. You're fine. Zumba Pilates do not help me with an endurance run. Okay. It's not, it's not the, it's not the same thing, right? It's going to in some ways. It'll, it'll. It'll help you, like maybe not die, It'll but help not die. Um, you know, my Pilates work is going to help me with my pelvic stability, so that my back and hips aren't killing me later. Right. And my Zumba, yeah, it's cardio, but fast twitch and slow twitch is very different. like those sort of aspects and I also understand that by us just saying that you may be like I don't even know what fast twitch and slow twitch mean this is this is what I mean I don't know what's going on I'm not doing anything (laughs) is better than nothing right okay yeah I have said that to my husband before even a bad Pilates workout is better than no Pilates workout. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So what else, what else is there? What else do you hear? Um, money, energy. Those are always, it's always time, money, and energy, isn't it? Yeah. Those are usually the main that I, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you know, the energy, that part goes with, goes hand in hand with the flexible, strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even in a sense of time and money, you, you have to ask yourself, well, where are you spending your time, your money and your energy? Right. Right. Where are you spending it? Where do those priorities lie? And are you on that list of priorities? And I know that can be a difficult, like the red hots are flaming right now because that can touch a, a sticky spot. But again, if you don't take care of you and your health, how do you expect to be able to have effective work, quality, time, more energy to give to those other things, right? right? It's, it's the, it always reminds me like, you know, when you're on a plane 
and they tell you, put on your mask before assisting others. Yeah. The same thing. You have, you have to make yourself a priority because you cannot effectively help the others or do the things if mm-hmm. you're not a priority. Mm-hmm. I, I have a client that um, she is a, a airline attendant for like private charters right? And she, she's like, I have to explain this to everyone. The reason you have to put your oxygen mask on is because at a certain level, you are going to pass out. If you pass out before you get your oxygen mask on, you cannot reach over and help the other person that's passed out. Right. But if you can get your mask on, and the person next to you passes out, you can grab that mask and put it on her. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know the pass out thing happened. Right. <laughs> but that, that's like, yeah. I mean, that's a life thing. You yeah. Don't make yourself a priority. You cannot do other things. Yeah. If, if my friend Kelly is having a really hard day and is exhausted and needs my help, what good is it for another exhausted person to go help? <laughs> Probably not going to be as effective right. as someone who's like, okay, I've right. taken care of this stuff. I'm in a good place because we all know that getting out of our heads and into our bodies helps with stress and anxiety, and overwhelm. It helps clear our brain so that we can make more grounded decisions, better decisions, more effective choices. And from that place, the helping, the doing is far more effective. Right. Right. (laughs) So what's your advice, Kelly? What does, what, what, where do we go from here? What do people that are like listening to this going, mm, that might make some sense. What's, what's the next right. step? First of all, you have to have to put yourself in your calendar. <laughs> so look at your calendar and make sure that there is time for you to do your movement, whatever that movement is going to be. For me, it's Pilates. So you have to put yourself in your calendar wherever you can. 15 minutes if it's 30 minutes. It has to be. And I think too, you just tapped on something really important, right? Two 15 minute sessions is still 30 minutes. Right. But secondly, what if, I know this is going to be hard for the mamas. Yeah. What if you put yourself in the calendar and make everything else revolve around that. I know. Look, I can see you processing it right now. <laughs> Kelly's like, well, maybe. But you do that. But I do that. Yeah. Um, there are moms that do that, everybody. It's moms yeah. do do that. <laughs> and I have actually had two instances this week where I was doing my workout and the first time 
Brody came to me and said, stop working out. I need fruit snacks. <laughs> Live like this. And I said, I can't do that for you right now. This is my time to do my workout. I will get it for you when my workout is over. And I was halfway into my workout. So I still had 15 more minutes. And what ended up happening is he just sat down and waited. Second so, thing happened. So teaching your four-year-old uh, boundaries yeah. and health priorities. Right. Brody knows workout time is important. He right. might not know why. He may not have a concept of workout time. But he knows this. He's putting it together before he's analytically aware of any of it. Right. And a lot of times he does it with me. Yeah, those are my favorites. <laughs> those are my favorite is when he just, he has his own mat and sometimes he'll just roll his own mat out and he lays down and he doesn't say a word. He just copies everything. Sweet little guy. Yeah. So it's not impossible. It might feel like it, mm -hmm. but it's not impossible for them to understand that it's a priority, even with my husband. He understands that my husband's workout is a priority to him. So he'll either do it with him or he'll go on and play I, or whatever. I thought you meant I thought you meant your husband also understands that my work <laughs> and sometimes he joins me and sometimes he just sits down and watches. But <laughs> He does. He also teaching him. <laughs> no, but he does, he understands it's my priority too. Yeah. So, you know, I don't get any a whole lot of flack from him for it. But you know, it, like Brody understands workout time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm I'm just certain that all you had to do was once say, Brody, this is mommy's workout time. And he was like, okay, got it, mom. No problem. What? What? It took repetition and patience and just repetition and repetition and repetition. Yeah, it took it took consistency. And it also took like making it fun for him to either do it or to watch me or maybe I let him do something that he wants like watch something on his iPad or you know play with Play-Doh which I hate but let him do that but so, like it took consistency I had to consistently say this is my, what we're doing right now mommy's workout time and this is what we're going to do right now and you know, now we're oh, after so many months, years, <laughs> we're at a place where he understands it. Like to the point that he's like, stop working out. Yeah. Eat fruit snacks. And, <laughs> and he, and he knows that like he can sit here and watch, he can participate or he can go elsewhere. He can have exactly. time. Like, right. you know, yeah knows that there are options in there. I know a lot of moms and I, I'm a huge fan of it is like mommy's wearing her, her workout sweater. 
Like when mom has this sweater on, I'm invisible. When mom has the tiara on, she has mom time. When You know, like those sort of things so that there's the visual representation too. Um, highly recommended if that's something you want to get into with like meditation time or quiet time or just mom me time right with pilates he has the yoga mat that's his visual cue but sometimes look i'm like that with with my guy right if i'm just sitting there like this he's like hey what are you doing you want to talk you're not doing anything <laughs> like shh, 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 shh. it's quiet time right <laughs> but Again, after repetition, because he's a smart fella, he's yeah. figured out the cues. He's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, that, I mean, Brody does the same with meditation. He'll just come and sit with me. If he sees me sitting and I have my, my meditation on and he sees me sitting with my eyes closed, he'll just come and sit with me. You have a four-year-old that sits down for 15 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> and does this and bows. I love that little guy. Oh, he's a special one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's repetition. It's consistency. I do that every day. So he knows. It's not perfect. No. It's not perfect every time. It's not, you know, it's. It's also being able to throw those expectations of how it should be, how you should look, how going to the gym should feel, how it should look, how it should go, how la la la, right? All that stuff. Well, yeah, you know, like my mind today, six six minutes in, I hear screaming and crying from downstairs. And it was your husband. It was. Well, I had to stop. I had to run downstairs to make sure nobody was like bleeding. He was fine. He had pinched his leg or something. And um, it was, there was no blood. Nothing was broken. So I got him calm, brought him upstairs with me and said, I have a few more minutes for, I need to do my workout for a few more minutes. And then he sat. And watched his iPad and I finished the rest of my workout. And it was, and that's where you have to get, let go of those expectations. It wasn't perfect. It didn't feel as good as the day before, but I still did it because I had, that was my time. Mm -hmm. And you don't do yesterday's Pilates. No. No, it's always different. We honor honor the body and what our body is doing right now, what our body needs right now, and how many of us actually take the time to check in with our body and say, what does my body need right now? (laughs) And and we talk about this as how often the relationship we have with our body is the most toxic relationship you will ever have in your life that 
you, the most codependent, toxic relationship you will ever have that you are constantly demeaning, belittling, bemoaning, shaming, expecting more, telling it it's not enough, and then expecting it to perform for you day in and day out. Right. And it will until it can't, until it literally cannot support you anymore. Right. In that moment, when your body's going, I've done the absolute best I can for you, you will say, not enough, as right. if you played no part in it. Like, that is a toxic relationship. And yet most of us do that every single day with the only vehicle we have to right. do life in, to experience life in. We only experience life through our bodies, whether that's our senses, whether that's the places our feet and our legs take us, that our eyes see, right? That's how we participate in life and experience life. And, and we very rarely create the time, the energy. We don't invest our time or our energy or our money and taking care of us. And we sure don't put it on the priority list. Right. That's, that's the thing that trips us up the most. And then we bring in the stories, the misconceptions, the beliefs, all those underlying things that hold us back or validate the reasons why we can't work out the reasons right. why we shouldn't work out the reasons why it's better just to stay doing what you're doing. Oh, well, if this is something that you are interested, not like you, Kelly, uh, you, you listener and viewer, um, <laughs> this is something you're interested in learning more about. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, come back and see us. We dive into more of this as we go along. And, and it's not as we, you may have just discovered, maybe you're just now discovering that it's not just about the doing, right? but the thinking behind the doing, the beliefs behind the thinking behind the doing, right? There's a lot of layers in here. Um, and it's not just about workout, healthy magic, right? <laughs> there's, there's more to it. And that's what we're here to help you um, discover. That's what we're here to do to give you permission to explore these beliefs, explore what your body can do, explore what you are capable of, and those desires and goals that you have. So hit that subscribe button. If you enjoyed this, leave us a review. We like positive reviews, okay? <laughs> Only positive reviews. Uh, that's not realistic. We probably need to get rid of those expectations. <laughs> but we would love to hear your feedback and what you think and what you would be interested in knowing more about as we progress, as we have more of these episodes coming out. We want to know what do you want to know about? What are you more interested in? Uh, what would be most helpful for you? So leave us those comments, those feedback, those reviews. Hit subscribe and we will see you again next week. Yay! Bye! Bye. Bye.
If you're serious about making changes in your life, whether it's health-related or life-related, if you're serious about making yourself a priority and you're ready to take care of you, and if you're wanting to be part of a community who will support you in those endeavors, then our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat is for you. For many people, their work with us begins here. Because as you know, the never-ending to-do list, constant exhaustion and stress, and putting yourself last is not working. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time when you felt that deep, visceral knowing that something in your life needed to change? If so, please hear me when I say this. For most people, the problem they think they have is rarely ever the problem. If you're like most of the women we work with, you rarely ever pause to breathe and relax, let alone get quiet and examine what it is you truly want and why. With all the stuff swirling around in your head, would you even be able to answer the questions or hear the questions? Would you trust the answer? It's a broken strategy keeping you stuck in the exact same cycle you're in right now. The fact that you're still listening to us here tells me that you've probably already discovered that doing more to take care of yourself isn't going to cut it. You mean like staying up way later than everybody else just to have some me time? Yeah, yeah, you've been there? Uh, Yeah, Uh, it doesn't work. Making yourself part of the to-do list like another box to tick is not helping. Stop making self-care something you do and start making it a way of being. You're starting to realize it's time to explore why you're doing all the things, keeping so busy, and then putting yourself last in the first place. You're also probably realizing that if you don't start making your emotional and physical and mental well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Long-term change doesn't happen overnight, and it often doesn't happen without support. Blind spots are called blind spots for a reason. You don't know what you don't know. We've made it our mission to help women just like you let go of all the things that aren't serving you, that are causing unneeded suffering and extra stress and create lives you truly can enjoy. That's why we've put together our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat, so that you can begin to discover what's really going on underneath those behaviors, so that you can make the positive changes you need to make to truly experience and enjoy your life. Join us on this journey to explore what it looks like to care for all the people and things in your life that matter, while putting yourself at the top of that list. During this weekend, you'll explore your true wants, desires, and motives through some journaling. And then you'll navigate what you discover with coaching. You'll move that emotion that will surely arise from some movement in your body, getting out of your head and into your body. And you'll receive all the tools you'll need to implement the behaviors that will get you where you want to go. This is your next step to choosing to put yourself at the top of your priority list. To learn more or to register, head over to www.permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email us and we're happy to answer. Thank you so much for listening.
If you have questions, we're here to help. Send us an email. Is there something you'd like to dive into deeper or learn more about? Send us an email. You can reach us at permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you want content like this daily, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Permission to Explore Retreats, as well as our personal handles, Kelly Pilates, that's K-E-L-L-I-E Pilates, and Coach Lindsay Swan is Coach underscore Lindsay underscore Swan. If you type in Coach underscore Lindsay with an E underscore S, it'll come up. I know it's a lot. I'm sorry. Lastly, a request, if you would, please leave a review or a positive, empowering, helpful comment and share with those who you think will find value. If you find value, others will too. We're on a mission to help women just like you step into their personal power and experience more joy in life. Just imagine the impact we can have together simply by sharing. We truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much.